There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here on my talk one oh seven one everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got a very cool giveaway this week. We are going to be giving away pairs of tickets to see this very talented woman in concert at XL Energy Center. I think you know the voice. Sarah Morales. Sarah Morales. Oh, Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> I've got earwax. You know. Where are you getting those ears know. clean? All right, we're going to play. <laughs> I thought I'd wait till after Lizzo <laughs> now because it acts like a nice earplug. It does. Mm-hmm. That is Sarah Morales, of course. But she's covering, she, Barbara. she's covering Barbara. She's covering Barbara Streisand's Laura Nero's song, Stony End. And uh, we'll yeah. uh, play Guess the Celebrity Voice this week and give you a chance to see Sarah Morales at the X on the... October the 16th. Sweet. I know. I love that. Okay, so did you watch Batwoman last night? Da, 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 on CW. It was so good, and it was a surprise, because I wasn't expecting to watch it, and it was on, and I'm like, oh my gosh, let's just watch this. We both liked it. It was like... Um, well, you know I love the CW, Judy. That's my station. This isn't mine. I know. But um, it was so good. Ruby Rose was kick butt, and I loved the whole way they set up... The story of Gotham and how she's the cousin. I mean, I like that. It was very, I could follow the story, you know, how they were setting it up. And it was from that very first scene. I was just like, I was hooked. And I kept thinking. She is smooth. And I and I did a little research today because I didn't remember everything about it. Um, but I um, there was a lot of hate for Ruby Rose after it was released that she was going to play Batwoman. You didn't want to talk about it because it was like a year ago that it was announced, and rightly so. Right it, now, it is up. Front it's of up mind, and running. And we can right, to it. because Ruby Rose is she's an open let out lesbian, and her character on Batwoman. Is, is the is first, lesbian? Yeah, the, the first. first. But people were just like, like all these people who are superhero f- fans, they're really fanatics. Right. The Batman yeah, fans. So they couldn't couldn't accept the fact it's that Bat- a lesbian could be a Batwoman. Uh, well, or they I, or they didn't no. like Ruby Rose oh, because okay. I think people know Ruby Rose from was she in Orange Is the New Orange Black? Orange Is the New Black. Yeah. John Wick Two. The Mag. Um, it's kind of an interesting story though because when when they were casting. 
this character of Batwoman. The casting director and the director of the series said, we want someone like Ruby Rose. But Ruby has this aspiring movie career and had some other things well, going Well, she started out as an MTV personality down under and a model and then turned to acting. Yes, right? but at the time when they were looking for someone, they did tons of audition looking for a Ruby Rose alternative. And David Rappaport, the CW's casting director, said they just couldn't find anything. And finally, they thought, let's just ask her. Let's yeah. ask her if she'll move from California to Vancouver, where this is going to shoot. Let's ask her if she'll go to TV. And she the was like... The camera loves her. She reminds me of like Angelina. They say she's like or Kristen Cr- Stewart and Angelina, the way that she has this emotional vulnerability and strength at the same time. Yes, I was very... I was just like hooked. Right, and she knows it's a big deal that Batwoman is gay, but she also wants you to know... Um, there's more to her new character than just her dating life. And I, as a viewer, you know, watching, I don't watch the CW like you do, Laurie. Mm-hmm. And it was really the very first time for me on network television, and it is, that the leading character is a lesbian. Yeah. Um, we have not seen this in a drama, you know? Well, it's certainly not in the superhero world either. There have been gay characters, but they're always sidekicks. Right. And she says, I get that. I know that's what all the hullabaloo has been about, that I'm the first lesbian lead. But it's a family show and a superhero adventure because uh, it's kind of how does Karen Kane, you know, or Kate Kane, excuse me, go on to become Batwoman. And the story is compelling because she doesn't stumble into the Batcave as some stranger off the street. You know, she's the younger cousin of Bruce Wayne who's been hiding his Batman persona for years. So mm-hmm. it really, I well, liked it. I loved it. Good. And what I was just trying to get at is that she really feels adamant. And I, she, she has a very valid point. Her sexuality is the least interesting part about her character. Yeah, I didn't think it, anything of it. I didn't either, but I'd never seen it before. Yeah. So I think well, that's because you're not watching the CW and some of the ABC Family and some of the shows where we're seeing more kids. You don't watch like How to Get Away with Murder. I did we, it. I haven't lately. Yeah, but you're right. I yeah, had, there, I had there seen are, it in a lead character before, so I thought I just thought it was great. It was great, and then SNL was great this weekend. You guys, it was a total because the uneven start of Woody Harrelson. Last week, when they were like, the best skit was when A.D. Bryant lost it at the very last skit of the night. But Phoebe Waller-Bridge wrote that monologue. It was so funny. Taylor Swift just performed. Held hands with her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, at the after party. Donnie posted. So she didn't do any skits? She just didn't do any skits. She did Lover, and she just did a piano, and it was beautiful. And then uh, she did... Did you notice the green plastic hoop earrings like we used to wear? Why was that all green? I don't know. It was just her... But I wonder if if she was wearing that green because she's going to take that and, like, Super image like things over it was like it was green a green screen. screen kind I have of no thing. idea. So she can take that performance and do something with it. The other Just performance saying. really was really cool because it had all these um, like light bulbs on yes. sticks. It was really cool. She yeah. looked great. And I thought Phoebe Wallace Bridge is fantastic. She can do no wrong. I love, love, love. If her. you miss, if you want to see Taylor, Donnie posted that uh, for you. And then if you notice, did you notice the trailer for Riverdale during Bat? No, that woman I last didn't. night. Tell me about it. Well, just there pre because Riverdale comes back. Nancy Drew follows Riverdale Wednesday night. Wednesday night on the CW, and um, so they just we just saw a little, you know, because they're obviously promoting all their 
shows, but the CW has like people have hung in there with Arrow, and they've got shows I always that have been at, on twelve years. Yeah, a Supernatural, yeah. you know, is fifteen years. A lot yeah. of superhero shows. Yeah, the Flash was on. Yeah, uh, Black Lightning comes yeah, back Black tomorrow Lightning. night. Yeah. yeah, you know, oh, it's Lord. working for them. I, I, but that was really well done. I was excited about it, and it it's Greg so Berlanti good. who does Riverdale, and it was so good. It was so good. So people want something to watch. It's on Sunday nights. Batwoman on the yeah, CW. and at CW you can get on demand. Yeah, yeah, you could tape it whenever you wanted. Yeah, so good. So anyway, you can uh, take a look at Taylor performing if you want, or you can also look at the Riverdale trade. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Here is what it is. Today's... What is it? Today is bathtub day. Do you ever take a bath, Lori? I can't stand taking a bath. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. I, I can't get comfortable. I think I don't like being that hot. Ooh. The hot water... I don't find it relaxing. I think it should be more comfortable. Do you, is it because you're you're too tall for your tub? Do you like hot tubs? No, no, I don't. Really? Wow. All yeah, right. I don't know. I don't. Casey loves bath. I, I got know him a great does. bamboo bath caddy because he kept yes, dropping fall- books and Kindles in the water because he'd fall asleep. <laughs> those are nice. If someone likes a bath, those bath caddies. That's a good present. That is a good present. Because it goes yeah, right I across, know. and then I, I guess you could be more comfortable because you got a place to s- leave stuff, and you don't wine, have to get it wet. A salty snack. Oh, good lord! So that's how Casey takes a bath. That's why he takes so many. I'm convinced. Does he take a ton? Well, oh not with the wine, but salty snacks. Yeah, yes. I want to drop that salty snacks. It's a good, yeah. A lot of people, but happy bath. Do you like day. a bath? Do you guys I do like sometimes. Baths? I do because when my muscles are really, really sore, yeah. I put in the whatever you're supposed to put into oh, abs- it. I can't see Donnie yeah. in a bathtub. No, I don't want to. Well, they're all too small. Oh, they are. Yeah. That's okay, what I was going to say. You don't have to imagine. Your no, he wears a swimsuit. You can't get like comfortable I don't either. wear a swimsuit. What is in a bathtub. What do you think he... What's the matter with you? I knew you used to tell us that you used to wear flippers every time you went in the water, so I just extended it. any such thing. All right, moving on. Okay, ask Marilyn, Marilyn Voss-Savant, who is in the Parade Magazine. Oh, yes. You get in your paper every weekend, which is a lovely new size of small. Oh, it really Um, is little. What is the largest single component of U.S. landfills? What do you guys think it is? Um, Uh, Diapers. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good guess. Thank you, Donnie. Yeah. Is that the right answer? No. Oh, <laughs> that's my okay, guess. Okay, you oh. might be surprised to learn that discarded food is the largest constituent, whatever, a municipal solid waste landfills. Plastics are second. Fruits and vegetables are the main type of food waste, which isn't surprising, but they seldom last that long. So, but they take up the most bulk. Yeah, people should compost. It's so easy. My mom composts. Yeah. You have to have a place to do it, though. A lot yeah, of communities yeah, well, don't. St. Paul does it, I know, because. Well, you can just, yeah, they gave away the compost things, yeah. but like if you live in a, an apartment building, everyone could say, look, this could be the compost sure. thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it takes some community it takes, effort. It but does. It yeah. does feel good to like throw your your vegetable and fruit refuse and egg right. stuff and coffee grounds and you're like, oh, I'm making good dirt eventually. Eventually it will mm-hmm. go to good dirt. All right. So um, 
What and Casey the- won't let me put, like, I used to, like, put a little pile here and there of vegetables out in the yard, but he said that brings raccoons. Yes, well, does. Right. I, I was for the rabbits. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so you can't just no, throw no, it outside. No, no. <laughs> no. Okay, so um, we've talked about Fortnite, that um, game that everyone has played that people say is really addictive. A kid won a million dollars being the best Fortnite player at the world Boy, is he like the most envied kid in the world. All right, Mm. but parents are filing a lawsuit. What? Um, Listen to this. A group of Canadian parents is looking to regain their children's attention in a lawsuit that claims the game is as addictive as cocaine. Two parents, this big... this big legal firm has taken on the case. The suit claims that Fortnite causes the brain to release dopamine at a rate that's similar to cocaine, leading wow. to chemical reaction. Um, Do they addiction. have proof of this? Just hold on. All right. The parents and their legal team believe that Epic Games purposely created Fortnite to be as addictive as possible. Now, we know that's what's behind the iPhone and some other things, but they say we Ep- do? Epic Games... When they created Fortnite for years and years, hired psychologists. They really dug into the human brain and they made an effort to make it as addictive as possible. They knowingly put it on the market, a very, very addictive game geared towards children or youth. So they're saying in our case, two parents came Mm -hmm. forward if they knew it was addictive, it's ruined their children's life. I mean, you You have a package warning. Is that what you're saying? I don't know, but the heart, wow. the health organization's recent decision to add gaming disorder oh. to its international classification of diseases. Well, I mean, look how the public was lied to about like cigarettes. Well, that's the case they're citing. Yeah. We never knew about that, and then they put a warning on it. It's these games are addictive. But that's interesting that they had psychologists so that they were like studying. I mean, it's also dastardly. Well, but it is what people do to try to figure out how are people yeah. going to use this more. What's oh, the but I mean, here? don't how you find you? that dastardly that to employ a bunch of psychologists and figure out what can illuminate so that you can try and get people addicted? That does that not want, sound dastardly to you? You're, it would be the concept we want them to cont- play more. How do we get them to play, play more? more yeah. But still, if you're of like course, the people, I and mean, people have to make choices about working on that kind of stuff. It's like, uh, what ethical level do people have? Like, we're going to find out. Are we? Everybody has a price. I guess so. I thought I thought so, and I thought the behind it. I mean, people get addicted to those games. All right, a guy secretly. I love this. Well, good story. luck to those Canadians. I agree. In, in trying to get the truth, right? Dennis Valstad passed away a few months ago at age sixty-nine. He didn't have kids. Is this he, the CBS Sunday Morning? This. I don't know, but let me just finish. Okay, but this is if you watch that show. I they didn't did watch this it yesterday. Story yesterday. I didn't watch it. Baby, it is. He owned a small dry cleaning business. He never got married or had kids. He had about a half a million dollars to his name when he died, and he secretly put it in his will that all $500,000 would be divided equally between the people who showed up at his funeral. Is this the story, Larry? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was featured on, uh, because it was Ripon, Wisconsin. This guy was from Ripon, Wisconsin. Oh, I love the name. Okay. R-I-P-O-N. Do you know where it is? No. So he was kind of like, he didn't he, have a wife or anything. and, and Kind and generous to people. But, but kept to himself. Yeah. So he just, afterwards, he divided up people who signed the guest book at his funeral yeah. home. 
he divided up. He's told his lawyer, whoever shows up to my funeral, divide my half a million dollar estate amongst everybody. Does it say how many people showed up? 270 people. And recently they all got letters in the mail letting them know they're each getting $1,800. Yeah. How How cool is that? But what if only two people had showed up? Yeah. And they each would have gotten (laughs) 250,000, but they didn't know that they were going to get this. He didn't let people know, come to my funeral. Well, of course not. Yeah. Well, you, that could be, you know, I mean, you don't know if it's a small town. That was the part of the story that was a surprise to me they didn't tell to the end that people did not know in advance about his will well that would be the way i think you would want it because the only people who really care about me show up yeah, yeah. those those people i'm gonna make be really likely can't unless course- somebody at the law office at ripon <laughs> had loose lips and let it be <laughs> known out. in the, the same town yeah. But uh, that you know that there would be like maybe a reward. No, it was a cute story. Yeah. They said oh. that. I mean, that's a hell of a turnout. Two hundred and seventy-something people for a guy who was for kind of a loner, loner and a bachelor. But, he but was, they said he was so nice yeah. to people yeah. at his dry cleaning service that people really liked him. And people in small and small, I mean, they show up. They do show yeah. up because you know people, everybody uh-huh. in your community, kind of thing. Um, last but not least, candy corn is named America's least favorite Halloween candy, and I would disagree a hundred percent because maybe they've never mixed it with salted peanuts. That is excellent. It is the best mix ever. I don't like the brown candy corn. No, we like the regular orange, white, and yellow candy corn from Brock's. It has a different taste. It's supposed to be a chocolate candy corn. It does have a different flavor. It's got a different flavor in it. It's weird. But we love this. And um, I mean, as a kid, you would not like remember if somebody would give those little packets packets and there would be like 10 candy corns. Mm -hmm. You would just like throw those at your mom and dad. (laughs) Here, you can have all of these. And I always got rid of my almond joys. Oh, I love those too. But 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 not as a kid. Did you like an almond joy as a kid? Maybe not. I don't think so. I think coconut's an acquired taste. We, I I like coconut. coconut. But they say the other least favorites are Bit of Honey, which I love. Horrible. Mm. A tooth cracker. That that kids should throw uh, right outside. Put in Plenty, which we love. I love. Where are the circus peanuts? They're on here. Oh, those are are horrible. Mm. (laughs) I'm surprised those are even legal. They don't even, they seem to be made out of styrofoam. And should we be eating sugar? Styrofoam and sugar. Yeah. (laughs) It's a new combo. Your home is insulated. That's right. Circus circus peanuts. Well, they made too many. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, I don't know what's happening after traffic and other. Oh, I know. We got some music news. Does Catherine Zeta Jones uh, sleep oh, at boy. night? Honestly, oh, no. I just finally got You're the so proof funny. that she's fifty nine. No, she just turned sixty. 
You know, they say, she says she's 50, but she's out with Michael Douglas last night at a very fabulous restaurant called called The Grill on the Alley in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. The one and only okay. time that I ate there with Casey, um, David Chase from The Sopranos was sitting at the booth next to us. And then, Is this the one that's in the alley? It's in the alley in Beverly Hills. It's kind of, we went I, there yes, once. Yes, and, yes, Anyway, so they're coming out and it is literally, the entrance is on the alley side. Mm-hmm. Like off the of, name. Yeah, off okay. of uh, Wilshire, I think. So it's a very discreet place to get in and out of. And there's a lot of Hollywood people. So Catherine Zeta-Jones is coming out of there last night with Michael Douglas. How did she continue this lie? But tell them what you said. Okay, so when Catherine Zeta-Jones moved to Hollywood, the first thing they say (laughs) is, we got to shave years off your age because women couldn't get a job if they were even 35 they just and they they do it with i guess maybe guys too they want to Mm -hmm. uh, because casting favors your casting life lasts so much longer Longer. if you're 10 years younger than maybe Catherine zeta maybe she took seven years off but she's from this tiny little welsh town that doesn't keep good records or it'd be easy (laughs) to get the records of your church registry everything taken away way and you get your family and they're Welsh so they're going to do keep a secret. I was born in 1966 in, instead Seven, of 59. Right. Okay. Such a better year. So she's coming out of the grill in the alley. Internet wasn't invented yet. There's That's no right. fact checking. There's no fact checking. She's coming out and I take one look at her knees and it makes me think we don't see her knees very often. Why? 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 Because knees will give your age away just like an elbow. You said that I looked at her knees, Donnie, and I said, oh, she's got Osgood slotters and they look like mine because I fell playing tennis and then I rammed into my bed and both my knees have big bruises and blood on them. I feel like a two-year-old, and and I mean, I swear, I feel like she had her Cha-chi? her Cha-chi? Uh, no, but she had her anxiety attack because she's been lying about her age, and now her husband's <laughs> seventy-five, and she'd really like to be more relaxed about everything, but because she pretends that she's twenty-five years younger than him instead of the fifteen actual years that she is younger than him. Oy vey, how do you look 50 uh, when you're really yeah, 60? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we see the knees. We never see the knees. The knees. The knees. Oh, my <laughs> word. And this is a funny saying because it, it differs who you are. You'll hear from dancers and people, the knees are the last to go. The you'll legs f- are the last the to legs. go. Yeah. And then you'll hear from other people, like, the, the legs were the first to go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if you see people who are dancers and, you know, like, they have these long, like, they do keep their shape for the longest of times. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, it's just my, I wish you would have saved that for theories. No, I had to go look at it, Tony. This was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tweet <laughs> it. I'm going to tweet it right now. All right, okay. let's play Please our Please don't. Huh? Don't tweet that. No, I'm just, I want... I want, I need to investigate how she can never get out of this lie, but it is a well-known urban myth slash fact in my head that she has shaved. I should get Holly and Colleen and Bradley on this. Catherine Zeta-Jones has shaved at least seven to ten years off her real earth years when she went to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. 
You know that. Yeah. It's a well, well so known. So Lori's theory, did you just hear her? I did not. Can you repeat? Well, she, oh, just, she, just these, she said she just thinks a lot of her stress and anxiety is from the fact that she's not 25 years younger than Michael Douglas. She's only 15. 15 years younger. And wishes she could dress appropriately. It's the <laughs> knees. You can tell by her knees. I just oh. felt the knees. Have we looked at the hands as well? Yes. yes oh, and for you can do Mine look like I'm 90. Ah. That is an unfair thing. I'm just saying, you know, that she probably kind of wishes that she had never got into that whole story but now i guess the lie has been told for so long she probably believes she's 50 i mean some days i believe i'm 50 (laughs) some days i believe i'm you know Never 28 anymore because I hated 28 i was waiting i like that but never never the 28 you know oh would you be 28 again have you ever felt 28 again i when i had a fun those years yeah but no i don't feel that young no i'd say 36 yeah all right so anyway i just so cat you know that holly about Catherine zeta jones it's well known urban (laughs) very wants to sick sick uh cobra on it Oh, oh, Colleen to and Bradley yeah. to investigate. Oh. To do some investigative reporting. We can only do so much on this I'm show. I'm fascinated by, because it's gone on so long, they have the same <laughs> birthday, but she had the small Welsh <laughs> town, so you know they got all those Honest records and burned them. And it was pre-internet when she came to all this stuff. Nothing's been downloaded in that little town <laughs> from the hospital or anything. It's not a little town. It's Swansea, which is fairly big. Like what? But but, but when she was born in 1959, it <laughs> <Yeah, Tanya> wasn't. <laughs> I don't okay. have a population of Swansea right in front of me. Oh, so. my gosh. All right, let's play our celebrity voice because we okay. have a pair of Sarah Bareilles tickets. The concert is next week, October 16th, at the Excel. You've got to guess the celebrity voice. Here we go. So you know you're in the right place. Right. It's just a matter of when your time is coming and not being envious or jealous about it. And sometimes, like me, finding out that I was in my own way. I know it. I, Pretty distinctive. I, I, I think I do. 651-641-1071. Yeah. Okay. All right, Donnie. Right. Thank you Other things much. that are happening. Well, I'll tell you this. Who uh, else can we talk about well, them lying I'll, about the rage? I'll, well, I'll tell you. I mean, it's just a thing, Julia. It's just a thing. Now, how about uh, Jennifer Lopez being sued for $150,000 over Alex Rodriguez? Oh, do tell me. Yeah, yeah. What's this about? I didn't read it. Tell me. Splash News says they own the copyright to a photo showing Jennifer Lopez holding hands with her then uh, boyfriend while out for breakfast in New York City. And Jennifer Lopez used it without authorization from Splash News. Now, please, one picture. Yeah. One photo, because she has 93 million Insta followers and it's open to the public, they want $150,000 licensing. But who sold that to Splash News? Alex Rodriguez? That's so weird to me. Like J-Lo, I can't see her selling an image of herself. So I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if Alex Rodriguez would have done that. Oh, Lori. I don't know. You know, these days you got to be real careful about using photos that don't belong to you. I know. Or you're going to get nailed. But it's weird to me to think that somebody, a celebrity, would sell a photo of themselves holding hands. But maybe this is a new novel way for people to get 
extra money. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't know about Can this. you imagine if maybe... Wow. So, you know, J-Lo has had two, the warm cookie and milk story, and now this story. <laughs> She's really having a day. Well, Her really, Monday is not going as well as I, ours. I just can't wait to see Hustlers in the movie theater so you can tell me all about it. Well, I but I know people that liked it. Like my mom. Mm-hmm. She thought it was, she loved seeing the guys get it. She was She's glad. In a different place. <laughs> I'm just saying. She was happy. She said, it's always the women getting screwed. I loved going to a movie and seeing the guys get screwed over. That's my mom. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's a good, I don't care who got screwed. I just wanted it to be entertaining. Uh, I'm going to go it, and I'm going to. I'm going to see. I, I bet I end up liking it. I'm sure you will yeah. at this point. Well, no, I won't like it if I don't like it, Julie. I'm not going to lie to you. No, but of no, all I know. <laughs> Do I know that? Why I'm start lying. now? Right? Why right. I start lying to you now? We've got a winner. Okay. All right. uh, Rachel is Rachel. on the line. Hi, Rachel. Uh, here's the voice, and Rachel is going to tell us who this is. So you know you're in the right place, right? It's just a matter of when your time is coming and not being envious or jealous about it. All right. Who is that, Rachel? Rachel, are you there? What happened to it's Rachel? It's Tyler Perry. I'll say it for her. Hold on a second. All right. Donnie doesn't want to lose Rachel, her. are you there? Rachel! What happened to Rachel? Well, Rachel's going to call back, Donnie. Rachel? It's okay. We can do All this right. offline. Sorry about that. Anyway, I was excited yeah. to talk. Yes. I don't know what happened there. It's Tyler Perry, correct? Uh, no. No. Oh, I was wrong. Who is no, it? It's Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, there you go, Donnie. Yeah. You Samuel fooled us. Was she excited? Does she she, she said she'd never else? won anything in her life. So Wait. I hope she calls back. Yeah, I'll All get right. on the phone right now. We'll get that back. In music news, Adam Levine, you know, has left the voice, Laurie. Yes. And he has been a stay-at-home dad. He said the show just got to be too much work. He just loves being home with his two little kids. He's having so much fun. They do two seasons on The Voice, and he did five years straight. Oh. I can believe it. I believe it, too. I can believe it would get boring. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would... I... Here's one. I'll give Adam Levine props for something. He was a cheerleader and a good cheerleader for other musicians far longer longer than I ever thought he would last. Like he always seemed kind of more my fly by nighty, Laurie. Well, no, just fake it on the show and then let him go. Well, no, but just more like he wouldn't have had the interest in doing that show for as long. That's like 10 seasons. It's like, a, you know, because you're doing the spring and the fall. I would have thought he would have lost interest after a couple of years. He just kind of seems like he just kind of would move on. You know, he did last a he, long time. He did. Yeah. And he was a good mentor. Yeah, he was. He was a great mentor. And, I think people really liked him. People liked him. And so, yeah, so that was, you know, he's got some tragic hair. He got a mohawk. What the heck? And then tattoos on the side of his head or something. Well, midlife crisis. No, there's Julia. no tattoos on his head. But that was whoa. my nephew. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew I saw tattoos on somebody's head today. <gasps> oh, uh, okay, how about this? Rihanna and a visual autobiography. It's going to be a 504-page book with a 1,000 photos documenting her, her life. Here we thought it's been Beyonce who's been taking the pictures. Find out it's Rihanna. Wow. It's going to weigh 15 pounds. 
That, this book. I'm not. I think of how people don't even like reading a regular book. Can <laughs> you imagine? Casey, a 15 pound book. Casey, I got you a new coffee table book because Casey won't even read a regular book anymore. You know what? This is going to be a limited edition. It'll be like the Madonna sex book and it'll, it'll be it'll like sold out and it's not meant for the masses. It'll be like the gal, um, the big model in Boston that married the football player. Giselle. Yeah. She had one of these. Yeah. She was just doing a limited run of 10,000. Right. 15 pound book. I know it. All right. Listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Hey, Hollywood speak. Okay. Let's. let's. I just. Let's do one of Hollywood speak. Christina Aguilera, that just seems like... Oh let's my wait God. to Hollywood. Yeah, we did. she did show up. She's got the new... We got a Hollywood speak. We're not going to Hollywood speak Christina Aguilera because she's paying homage to Morticia. But she looks like she has a bee sting in her eyelid. Well, maybe she does have a bee sting because in her Because her eyelid. eyes are so off it's in all the Botox pictures. It's called Botox gone bad. No, but in your eyelid? Well, wow. Yeah. Okay. Julia. Go. Okay. I'm listening. So Elton John, one of the little, little nuggets that we got from uh, an excerpt from his book that was published in the Sunday Times uh, yesterday, and his new book is called Me. Duh. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Good title. <laughs> but with, it's been bedazzled. Yeah. <laughs> While at a party, Elton claims that Queen Elizabeth asked her nephew, nephew Viscount Lindley, to watch over his sister, Lady Armstrong Jones, because she wasn't feeling well. And, and Lindley... Queen Elizabeth's nephew didn't want to do that. And the queen lightly slapped him across the face saying, don't slap, argue with me. I am the the queen. queen. I love it. Very light. Yes. Very light. And then. You're forgetting who you're talking to. Yeah. Then this nephew who might have been in his 20s followed. I see that is beautiful. I love it. I love that. Just a gentle scolding yes. in public. <laughs> I, well, as it should be done because she's the queen. She can't let somebody talk back to her. Uh-huh. I mean, in the old days, he could have had his, he could have been thrown in the stockade for a bit. Tower of Tower London. Tower of London. No soup for you. <laughs> Just a guillotine. Okay. Well, it's France, but that's okay. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Please, Hollywood, speak this about Lindsay Lohan being uh, replaced. She will not be asked back to be on the Masked Singer Australia season two version. First of all, now Was we. she trying out for the American version? Um, this isn't going to get her very far. That she's made such a bad name for herself down She's under. Done. They got all their publicity. We know all about it now. Well, there's no benefit for Australia Mass Singer to get any publicity on Lindsay's she coattails. She is so... Here's what you have she's to She's lacking speak. brain cells, Lori. She was tricky with demands, which means she completely thinks so, that she's, she's A-list. Yes. She wants all the... She's got to have a limo for, you know what I mean? She's very diva. Yep. That's what I take that. And a complete lack of respect for time schedules. She'll get there and you guys should start when she gets there. She pulled one of these. No. No, it didn't work. Oh, if she wanted, she wanted lunch when they just had a couple minutes left to film. But that's what I'm just saying. She thinks she's a She thinks she's everything. Yeah. Well, no respect for others. Yeah. That's terrible. Okay, here's a little story about Liam Hemsworth. Okay. Um, 
Here's what he had to say about Miley just uh, telling everyone, leave me alone so I can kiss who I want to kiss and eat my... Uh, Pie too? My salad bowls. Okay. He really doesn't <laughs> care anymore. She's free to do what she likes. My, my, He's done with her. I don't know if this is her way of trying to get back at him, but he... Wants to put all of this behind him, move on, and find a fresh start. And Liam is up in Toronto filming some action Jackson movie. He's trying to get over it, and it's hard. I mean, he doesn't need to... I mean, he she shouldn't need feel to bad. His, he shouldn't, but but of course, Lori, if you've been in love with someone for 10, 10 years, years you don't get over dating, it in two months. Right. Everybody that she walks by... She immediately hopped on some new cooch right away, and, and then, then she I, broke up, and then she wrote a song about Liam, and then broke up with that girl, and, is and now then with got this guy. together with this other guy. I guess that would make you why, feel bad. Why is she being so desperate to post everything? She's a millennial, that's all. This 25-year-old millennial, oh. she's just being... A kid. Get a life. Well, I mean, she is, but that's what they do. I guess. I mean, she's on Thor's bleepless because apparently that was always a little source of contention. I could see Elsa Pataki being hard to get to know and Chris and maybe some of the other Aussies. Maybe they lifted their their Australian eyebrows at little hillbilly Miley Cyrus. Here's what I think, Lori. I think they knew that he was going to break his heart. His family did. Yes. Yeah. Because she did it before. I mean, they've broken up before. Yeah. He couldn't tame her and they all knew it. Yeah. But he had to go through his process. That's it's so true. I mean. Should we send this picture of Christina Hendricks at the Polo Classic to Donnie? Please do. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see it. Donnie. How's she looking? She looks Uh-oh. like a like a butt is coming up out of her 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 oh, flowery polo oh, dress. Oh, oh, dear. Somebody, Christian Siriani made that bodice too tight. It's I'm like, emailing it. <laughs> thank you. She's, it's like, uh, the, the chalices are amazing, but they don't even look real. It looks like a bum. Oh, darn. <laughs> I really great. Honey, you're gonna love it. Yeah. I'm sending it. I'm very forgiving when it comes to Christina. That's right. You know that. I'm sending it no message. So you open it up right now and oh, tell oh, tell oh, Lori okay. about the bum coming out. Well, of Miley right. did want us to know yesterday. She insted it. She said, um, "This dating thing is new to me." And she said, "Stop making her love like." Awkward with constant coverage and critique. Now that is rich coming from her. Who keeps posting it. Right. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. She yeah. posts it and then is mad that people comment. Right. Get a life, girl. Okay. I love you, Miley. I love you, Miley. Right. I'm sad you're going through this. Okay. Samuel Jackson responds to Martin Scorsese's Marvel comments where he's uh, like in superhero movies. I'm summing it real short to theme parks. Yes. They shouldn't be. They're not real movies. They're just theme parks. Here's what Samuel Jackson told uh, Variety. um, Angelique Jackson at the grand opening of Tyler Perry's studio in Atlanta. He said, I mean, that's like saying Bugs Bunny ain't funny. Films are films. Everybody doesn't like his, his stuff either. Perfect. That's right. Perfect. It's completely Ooh. true. Yep. So, ain't going to stop nobody from making any damn movies. <laughs> no. Perfect. Anyway. And I, it is true. Yeah, people like what they like. Yeah, and movies are movies. Yep. Hello, by the way. Uh, Amy Th- Schumer, uh, she wrote on Insta today. She's given us some mom realness. She said, five months today, and like all moms, I love them so much it hurts. Um, it feels good to be back at work. I was so worried about it, and I was afraid to go back. Blah, blah, blah. I, I have it a lot easier than many people, but I just wanted to share my experience. I love, I love it. 
Mm-hmm. Her son's name is Jean, G-E-N-E. That's we, cute. We knew a Jean growing up in yeah, St. Paul. Yeah, that's an old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Helena Bonham Carter says she used psychic to speak to Princess Margaret about the crown wall. Now, if that is not the <laughs> most Helena Bonham perfect. Carter. It's yes. perfect. Woo-woo. <laughs> yes. Yep. And she made sure she was wearing two different colors shoes when she did it. Yeah, she consulted she, a psychic to page Princess Margaret. And why wouldn't you, Laurie? Because Princess Margaret died in 2002 at the age of 71. How uh, did she die? Do you know? Was she? I, I don't know. I don't know. I know she was a drinker. Oh. Um, she said she was glad it was me. Oh. Yeah, she said it was glad it was me. And then I asked her, are you okay with me playing you? And she said, you're better than the other actress that they were thinking of. Ooh. What a perfect thing to say. Yeah. It's like a compliment and a put down, which I imagine Princess Margaret would have been very good at doing. Mm hmm. All right, listen. She had cardiac problems and suffered a stroke. All right, there you go. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, we will be back. Oh my gosh, Angelina Jolie and Michelle Pfeiffer were in Rome last night. We've got the pictures to prove.